The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to another episode of Offline Fire Mike. What's good, dude? Uh, we're drinking seltzers. Quick shout out to the sponsors. Uh, Addies, thank you so much for your logo. <clears throat> Queen City Creative Works, thanks for all that you do. Uh, continued partner slash sponsor. Um, speaking of which, we were supposed to call him 45 minutes ago and never did. Perfect. You want to call him right now? He also didn't call me. True. So, not, not a very good business. I'm just kidding. Go over to their website, queencitygreatworks.com. Order some stuff. We got some stuff in the works, too, for yeah. Patreon members. Hence the phone call that was supposed to occur at 4.30. Meanwhile, at 4.30, I was still troubleshooting things at work, and I was still on the phone. So, that's my life. Meanwhile, I was mowing the lawn. Mowing, bro. Mowing. Laying down stripes. I, I, I'm going a little shorter this year in the lawn. Really? I'm going yeah. opposite. You're going longer? Yeah. How, how long is it right now? Like four and a half inches. Four and a half inches? Yeah, it's Holy plush, shit. What about bro. your lawn? <laughs> Hell yeah. So what is, that has to be like the top rung on your lawnmower. No, I got one after that. One after that? So yeah. what, it goes up to five? Yeah, which it's obnoxious. I mean, you're barely cutting grass at that point. Really? You're going yeah. four and a half? Yeah, it's nice. It's plush, bro. It's a nice little carpet. It's real, it's honest to God, like super healthy. It looks amazing. But still, like you're, when you're walking in it, you're sunk. Here's, here's the thing. It's not truly four and a half to five inches in height. 
That's just what the lawnmower gauge says. You know where it's like one, two, three, four, five, six by the wheel, yeah. and you can lift the, the actual mower deck? That's a farce, bro. Oh, so you're four and a half notches, not four and a half inches. Correct. Uh, that's a different story. But the notches are supposed to assimilate the inches. I don't think so. Your manual goes into it because mine goes in only, there's like seven notches on mine and it only goes up to, I think four is the highest. So right now I'm probably like about two inches. Maybe not even. My lawn's like a one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that joke never gets old. I don't care who you are. No, this, no, it doesn't. The measurement needs to occur so i will do that tonight because post yeah post recording i'm going to send you a video of what it looks like as i'm rolling up to the home and then i'll send you um you know some progress and right. then and then i'll show you where i'm at what i want to do is just basically get a couple lines in and then do a compare and contrast how much am i really taking off my neighbors are going to think i'm absolutely insane oh yeah you better believe i got my tape oh you still get yours done, though, by the weed man, right? The fertilizer, yeah. yeah. Just the front, not in the back. Because okay. Sam is in the back, and yeah. I just don't trust any humans ever. Talk so, about it. Yeah. The Scott stuff that we do is still kind of sketch. Like, I don't want to do it, but my lawn is so bad with weeds. If I don't do it, I'm screwed. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the overgrowth is nuts. Yeah. So I just, they come six, seven times a year, mm. and then just fertilize it. And then they do uh, just like a, a general weed killer. And then otherwise I just water it. It's immaculate. Yeah. So, and I got a huge project this year for landscaping. Oh yeah? Yeah. You just did one, didn't you? Oh, no, did. that was a couple years ago with the front. No, that was, that was pretty ago. much last year, two years ago at most. No, when you redid your entire front with like the fake chips, that's like three years ago at this point. Oh, you're talking the actual landscaping bed. Yeah. I'm talking about the exterior drainage. Oh, now, I gotcha. Now I'm doing all the post grading after that project. New topsoil mixed with sand, because it's all clay, so I gotta yeah. put something down. Reseed, re-level, everything. And then water it for like three weeks to a month. Yeah, I gotta do that for my front too. But the problem is that my yard's freaking large. So I gotta get, I probably gotta order three yards of mulch and about one and a half yards of dirt, mm -hmm. at least for the front. Because my front's got all these craters in it and stuff, it's, it's terrible. I'm, I hate it. I'm trying to turn on these lights. I forgot to turn on the lights behind us. I'm up, to, fire. I'm up to 18 yards of topsoil that I could potentially need for my entire property. 18 yards? Yeah, 18 yards. <laughs> you want pictures? What's sure. All of yours? I don't, dude, I don't know. You Did you touch my face? I feel like I'm on a white balance. Look at that. You're not on a white Well, balance. I'm wearing a white shirt. I think that's what's throwing it off. No, it's just, it's bright. Yeah. That's what the LUTs are for, bro. All right. Useless fact. Oh, no, we should be good, right? Now put it over on top of that thing, Mickey. All right. Hold on. Stand by. Be right Stand back. By. Okay, so while Mike's doing that, I got a kind of update for you. For all y'all people watching and listening right now to this episode, if you're kind of sick of these Wednesday whiskey reviews that we do because it doesn't really correlate to what you're listening to, fear no more. Because we have started a new channel that is strictly whiskey business because... We want to make sure that y'all that are listening to our episodes that have no care in the world about whiskey aren't getting your feeds over inundated with non-relevant content. So what we're doing is we're keeping the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast as its own channel that'll be weekly episodes, it'll be clips, it'll be shorts for the weekly episodes, and then it'll also be small business interviews because it's a podcast form. Anything whiskey related will be on our new channel called Whiskey Talk with BHH. 
There'll be a link down below for you to go subscribe if you are one of those people that listen to these episodes and also listen to our whiskey reviews. You can go over there. Over there, we're going to do content like weekly whiskey reviews still every Wednesday. We're going to be uploading shorts, uh, clips of those whiskey reviews. Anytime a small business that comes, uh, wants to be on our show that is strictly related to whiskey will be strictly there. And any events that we're doing now too, if we record anything, will also go on that channel too. So we're trying to differentiate between these two channels and let it be a little bit easier for all of you listening that don't really care about whiskey reviews or vice versa. Everybody that's here for whiskey reviews that doesn't really care about Mike and I's people. That's what we're trying to do. That's fair, that's a good point. Useless fact. Useless fact. Nigel the Parrot vanished from his British owner's house in 2010 and was presumed dead or gone until he randomly showed up four years later. Nobody knows where he went, but he came back speaking only Spanish and talking about some guy named Larry. Nailed it. What would you do? The parrot came back speaking Spanish. After four about years. A dude named Larry. Yeah. He vanished for four years and flew home and was basically just like, let me tell you about the last four years. But it was only in Spanish and he only kept talking about this guy named Larry. A parrot? Yeah. You can train parrots to speak. It's well, not abnormal. Yeah, but like, You're looking at me like it's an insane thing. I mean, the fact that the bird returned after four years and was like, bro, let me tell you about my journeys. That's what's insane. Well, that's what I'm more concerned about because the conversation doesn't normally start with the parrot where they're like, yo, let me tell you about this dude named Larry. It's more like, probably want a cracker. And then, yeah, like it's more response-based, right? Like parrots just don't randomly speak. I mean, you can get them to randomly speak. They kind of, I mean, I they kind of, well, I mean, not necessarily true. They kind of, you can like look and then they'll just go off, you know? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> That's what I did when I was a kid. And then all of a sudden it just started like doing this little bop, you know, yeah. at the zoo. But. So Larry was in Spain. Maybe. I mean, do you have to be in Spain to speak Spanish? I mean, I don't know. Derek. With a name like Larry, I feel like you're not in Spain, actually. Correct. Like Lawrence. That's not a real Spanish name. No. What is Lawrence? Weird. Oh, stop. It's well, a great stop. name. It's a strong name. It's got to be like Greek or something. Okay, so your bet is that it's Greek. Uh, let me think about that. Yeah, right. Lawrence. Larry. Lor Lawrence. Lawrence. L Lawrence. I would say it is <clears throat> French. That's my guess. French. Uh, it's British. Okay. Crowned Laurel, Laurentum. Larry is a masculine name of British origin, commonly a dim, diminutive, what? diminutive form of Lawrence. Can you just say it's the short version of Lawrence? <laughs> what is what is diminutive? Have you ever heard of that word ever? I don't know what word it is because you're probably pronouncing it wrong. Go ahead, enjoy my micism. Diminutive. Yeah. <laughs> d d diminutive. <laughs> Laugh it up, dude. What what is that? Diminutive. Why don't you just say the short version? Instead I'm over here using context clues. Yeah, diminutive. Diminutive. So I wasn't totally wrong. I mean you kinda were. You said diminutive. Yeah, I'm spell. I'm I'm sounding it out. Okay, phonetics. I'm sure. Phonetics. 
that's a weird word because it doesn't it's not phonetically phonetics you know like try to spell phonetics do you know how to spell phonetics do you know what phonetics means first of all let's start there well there's the phonetic alphabet what's the phonetic alphabet that's like the military alphabet oh but do you know what phonetic so having something yeah and it's not ph well it is ph it's not f right yeah so phonetics is like reading it how it's spelled but you wouldn't read it how it's spelled no and we still need to continue last week's discussion because there was a lot of comments where people were agreeing with me saying that I'm not wrong. And then there were other people that were like, Mike, you're insane. Derek is correct. And there's also a lot of people that said, stop recording. So F you guys. That's not true. That's not, yes, it is. On the thing, it said, stop recording. It was friends of ours. So it doesn't really count. Obviously, both of them away. It was probably one person who's talking about going to Florida and leaving us, but they're never going to leave. Actually, no, it was two other people. Two we'll other off, people. We'll talk offline. I'm gonna call them direct. <laughs> stop recording. We can't stop recording. We're way too invested. We started this pre-pandemic, bro. Pre-pandy. Why did they say that? It was a joke, it was, it right? Was a joke. Yeah, it was one of my options, and then we were just like joking around. Oh, whatever. That's why you can't put it in there. Well, it was funny. It's supposed to be humor. That's not, that's like ha ha. Like I'm a clown. Again, I'm way too literal. So there's a distinct difference. There were people that were literally saying, no, like that does make sense in Mike's weird universe. Like that 100% adds out. But the thing is, you're not scared of the height because you're high up. You're scared of the height because you're going to fall down and die. That's why you're scared is because you're going to fall. So then be afraid of falling. But that's not the same thing. How is that not the same thing? that's That's what you and I both agree on is that it all revolves around falling. But being scared of heights is being scared of falling. Yeah, but then you have to call it, I'm afraid of falling to my death, not I'm afraid of heights. Because the people that are afraid of falling to their death, like from what I understand, are not afraid of going up high in regards to elevation or altitude. I mean, I'm sitting on a plane, I'm not afraid of falling to my death, but I'm 40,000 feet in the air. So people that are afraid of flying that's its own thing, but like, what, yeah. are you, what are you afraid of then? The like plane crashing and they die. Falling and dying. Well, no, the plane crashing and dying because they're not in control. Falling. The plane would fall. <sighs> plane crash, you're not going to just like hit a cloud and explode. No, but you can, if you're not, you know, what is it, VFR qualified to fly outside of G airspace, all that <laughs> fancy stuff, and then all of a sudden you're in the clouds and you don't know what's going on. Did you ever see the movie Alaska? You never seen the movie? Okay, movie Alaska, perfect example. The dad is flying his little Cessna in Alaska, and he hits clouds, can't see what's going on, and then all of a sudden he flies into a massive mountain in Alaska. So the kids go try to rescue their dad and then befriend a polar bear in route. Fantastic movie. One of the funniest movies growing up, honestly. How are you going to befriend a polar bear? It was a cub. It was a little cub, and it followed him. It was, it was, Did it start speaking Spanish, too? No. No, Derek, <laughs> no. Alaska's a great movie. You actually should be able to still find that movie on something. I mean, you of all, with, like, you know, your gajillion platforms, which we still have to talk about how one of the Bills games is on Peacock or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, you want my login? No, I have it already because... Yeah, he makes fun of me that I have too many. You have just as many. Chalot, like it's $3.99 a month <laughs> for one. For two, Colleen needs it because of her Bravo shows. We'll talk about that Okay. So, later. So anyways, so they flew into the, he flew into the mountain. 
So same thing. People are afraid of flying for stuff like that. Not necessarily. It's just because of a plane crash and dying. If that's what they're afraid of, not the act of falling. You don't always have to fall to get into a plane crash. What if you have a flock of birds and then the engine fails? People are afraid of that. But then you're falling to your death. Or they're also afraid of flying because they're claustrophobic. So they hate flying. That's different. How that's is that different? That's there's, claustrophobic. There's other people that hate being off the ground, so they don't like to fly. That's why they drive everywhere. My mother was like that. Rest her, rest in, you know, peace, whatever, rest her soul, or whatever they say. So that's why she couldn't fly anywhere. She couldn't fly anywhere. I think being scared of flying and being scared of heights are two different things. There's other reasons. We already talked about this last week. So let's talk about death and what happens after death. No, I'm just kidding. Um, when you, Gina pointed this out to me the other day, and it, it kind of really hit like a chord with the whole my communication about? process. Because when I start saying things and like explaining, I always stop at two. And I've been very self-conscious about this ever since you brought it up. What do you mean you stop at two? So like if I'm explaining something, you just did it there where... I'll be explaining something, and for one, I do this, and then two, I do that, and then I stop. I never go to three, never go to four, never stop at one. I always stop at two, and I've been doing that so much lately, I'm in my own head at this point, because now I can't help it. That's so unfair to you. You probably lost sleep. Do I? I, Have you told her, Gina, because of that comment, I've lost (laughs) 3.46 hours of sleep? I'm not giving her that satisfaction. Yeah, I mean, pause. Just, you know what I mean? Put the finger in the dike or whatever, whatever that person in your life said, you know, like. I... But you did it too. I feel like that's a, a common ground to stop on. Why do of you, course why do you it is. Three? That's, that's a foundational pillar that you stop on because you're not getting things confused and you're keeping it simple. Communication is about simplicity. Just like, now here's one for you, Derek. How do you deem someone intelligent? Because of the amount of information that they have in their brain or their ability to articulate their knowledge to the lowest level. That one. Exactly. Now, that that was my... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Biggest bone to pick when I was in high school with, with Billy, high school Billy, because it's a Billy Madison. Madison. It's a Billy Madison reference. Uh, Watch more movies. Crushed it. Anyways, that's, that was my biggest pet peeve. I was like, my level of intelligence, because you're grading me on this test. You recording here. Yeah, we have. We yeah, we have. No, we haven't. We've recorded it here. There's contingencies built in. But I don't think these can- these microphones are loud enough. Oh, that's why. Because I pressed this and pressed that, but this says card full too. There must be an issue with the cards here. When did it shut off? I don't know. I don't We're know just going to keep rolling. We have enough built in contingencies that it recorded the audio somewhere. Well, now I really can't hear myself. Weeboo. <laughs> At least I'm safe inside my mind. I'm not. It's... Oh my God. What is this, amateur hour? Been here for four years, bro. Now this card is saying this one's protected. What is going on? 
They're protected, they're full. I don't know what's going on, dude. There's no way all these cards are full. I empty them all the time. I empty them all the time, Billy. <clears throat> Back in action. We'll see. It was 15 minutes. Beep. Do we start over? No. We it's, just roll with it's it? It's there. It's there. I don't know if this is going to, like, if the audio is going to pick up, though. How does it not? Uh, because these are just bass microphones on the cameras. I don't know. It's a, dude, this room is like 107 square feet. And 107 degrees. It's not that bad. It's kind of hot. Really? I think so. I think you just run hot. You're the one running around cutting grass. I do run hot. What are we talking about? Let's just continue. Who cares? Level of, in- level of intelligence. That was my biggest pet peeve in high school because they were grading my intelligence off of my memory. And I'm like, that's not how this should work. My level of intelligence should be based on my ability to articulate to the lowest level of what I know. That is what I think is the most. If mm. Here's the thing. Am I going to tell Stephen Hawking that – Oh, you're smart because you can remember formulas and and math and all the equations and all the different numbers and et cetera. Or am I going to tell Stephen Hawking you're smart because you can literally, you have all of that, but you're able to explain it to me so that it makes sense. So if he's not able to explain it to you, is he dumb? No, but that is why I think there's a distinction between like... Harvard grads, where Harvard grads have come out and said, you can't just be book smart, you have to be street smart. And to graduate from Harvard, you need both. And there's that's like there's been studies about it as well, where they've literally said the street smart side of people is more important than the book smart. And that is also what kind of falls in line with my point of memory versus the articulating ability of others. Like, it's just one of those things. Yeah, I, I agree with that to an extent. I mean, that, that was my first answer when you asked that because I, I do agree that in order to gauge somebody's ability, it's it's I think it's more than just intelligence, though, because somebody that's working on a cancer drug that has no social interaction with anybody but knows the formulas to create the drug, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're dumb because they can't tell me what they did. But there's a point to that to say if you're like – I don't know. Like, I don't know what I would even call it because they're clearly smart, but they just don't know how to communicate. So what do you even say to that? They're dumb. <laughs> but they're not, though, because Stephen Hawking couldn't even talk, so he wasn't smart. Yo. I mean, true. He couldn't talk for reasons. It wasn't because he couldn't talk. <laughs> he also was able to talk with his keyboard. So instead of Stephen Hawking, what if you pick that other Asian scientist that we all love from like how the universe works shows and how aliens are made or whatever that like brilliant scientist that's on every Ken Jong? I don't I don't know his name like History <laughs> the, and Discovery Channel. He's on Canadian. like he's on like every show ever regarding that. And now he's talking a lot about the James Webb Telescope and its findings mm. and what it actually means. 
he's one of the most brilliant people out there because he, you know, he understands what delta is inside of an equation, but he can also break it down. So he's like, dude, that's basically think of four Twinkies floating in the air. Right. Yeah. Like, and like Neil deGrasse Tyson, same thing. Like he can communicate to all the people on Joe Rogan that listen about what's going on in the universe. Mm-hmm. But people that can't, I don't know if they're dumb. No, I just think they lack street smarts, but they're very sure. book smart. That's that's why that distinction is important. Is there a term for being both street smart and book smart? Smart. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I just don't know. That's a, I mean, that's a great question. and not, Clearly, I'm not smart enough to figure it out. You know, some, some people just got to sit back and enjoy the fact that they're smart, Derek. Where would you, like in the universe of people, where would you say percentile Mike Kelly is from an intelligence standpoint? That's so difficult because I've only met a small fraction of the overall population. I wouldn't be able to answer that. So exponential it out. I, I can't do that math, for one. <laughs> and so for clearly two, bottom Gina, math. <laughs> yeah. So for one, and for two, Gina, because um, I'm stopping at two, I... She doesn't listen, so it doesn't matter. She will today. <laughs> the... I, I've been told by like people at work. They're like, "No, like you're you're smart." Like I've heard that. I don't necessarily agree with that per se. I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or because of all the childhood trauma and just therapy and mm-hmm. just being told I'm dumb for so long. But I mean, I survived for this long, right? If I was dumb, I wouldn't have survived to this point. Between Darwinism, places that I was in. Um, interacting with different people. There's also a lot of dumb people still alive. For now. <laughs> you know, Jesus. I just, I don't know. I feel like, so if I you feel had like to put a middle a of the run. Middle, yeah. yeah, middle of the pack to like above average in certain areas for sure. So like what, 50 to 60 percentile? You're I in? would say like when it comes to, when it comes to like book smart and, and stuff, I probably middle of the pack to below average. But when it comes to like people, um, social interactions and outside of like, hey, memorize this or like die, like that's that's where I draw the line. And I know that from different things that I've gone through where if sleep is removed from the equation and I'm getting a blast of information, I'm not going to be able to retain mm-hmm. it. However, when I sleep and it's over with, it never leaves my mind. That's just how I work. Mm-hmm. Other people are able to just do both. They can lose the sleep and remember all the information and they're fine. They also handle stress differently. I handle stress differently. It's, you know, all of that. But the the perfect example of that is the j- running joke that I have with, uh, I mean, I, I don't have to say his name, but a dude uh, from childhood that we served together in the same unit. Mm-hmm. And I, I can verbatim state the primary and secondary mission of a sniper, but when I was needing to, I was unable to mm. because they removed sleep. And I'm like, I, I know it, but I can only remember the first two words. And then my mind went blank because I was so tired. Gotcha. So it's just, but now that was April, 2012. I, I'll never forget it now, but it's just one of those things. So from a street smart standpoint, would you put yourself higher, higher yeah, echelon? Abo- yeah. yeah. Above average. Yeah. You? Probably same. I would probably say like you're middle s- of the you're road. smarter than I am. A little bit smarter than middle for like book smart. And luckily, I have quite a bit of street smart, too, but probably less than you do just because of your experiences. Well, look at college. You never studied, and I had to study. Yeah. You're like, dude, this is easy. I'm like, to you? Like, I understand the concepts. I just can't get, 
you know, the steps down where you, I, I don't know, I personally think that you grasp concepts faster. And to me, that's so aggravating because if I was to just dedicate myself to something, I feel like I would be so smart. <laughs> but I just don't. I just don't do more research and figure things out. I just kind of learn it as it comes. Pause. But the like even all podcasting stuff like we learned all this stuff from scratch yeah but if i actually took courses on it you know how much better we would be oh of course that's anything in life but yeah but it's like not though because some people can't retain information when they learn it but i know i could if i dedicated the time to it i just don't dedicate the time to it because i have so much other stuff and i'm lazy there's the other element too where driving for example we both know how to drive standard and we're in a different country for the pod in Ireland, and everything is right-hand drive, so we're shifting with our left hand. We're on the other side of the road, and you have no other option but to figure it out. Mm. So you're forced to learn. Like when I bought my first standard car, it was in Pennsylvania, and I had to drive it home. I didn't know how to drive stick, but I just bought a car in Pennsylvania. So you figure it out pretty quick. you had to drive home. Yeah. So you just put yourself in that situation, and you're like, well, I'll just learn it, and it is what it is. Are you, so I know that you're very competitive too, and this kind of relates. But like golfing, is the reason is part of the reason why you don't golf is because you can't dedicate the time to get better, and you don't want to go need, out there and not get better. I need my clubs. <laughs> I need my clubs dialed in. I think a lot of it is because I'm so fiscally cheap that cheap cheap. Yeah, I would rather. I would rather spend the time doing something free, which is probably one of my only positives that I can ever say about froth. It's free, and you can still spend two hours with the boys, Mm -hmm. and you're still doing something somewhat competitive. That's also why I love pickup basketball, because you're spending quality time, there's no phones, and you're doing something, and you're with the guys. So it's not necessarily because you weren't performing to your ability no absolutely not like i knew i wasn't gonna make pga like i'm i know i'm not well, gonna not even that but like hold your own i mean there's dude there were times where i was golfing without you and i i was literally holding my own i was like second in the group and it, i don't know if it was because i just had great drives or just because it just worked that day or everybody else was just horrendous for just that day but there were moments where i like for you know, consecutive holes, I was by far the best golfer out of nowhere. But it's, to me, I love, I actually love golfing. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's just the, do I have to every single time spend 40 to $75 to play 18 holes? And then I'm, because to me, I'd rather go to the gym. I'd rather lift for two, three hours than spend three hours on a golf course spending $80 or driving for an hour and a half to then play three hours and then drive an hour and a half home and then force myself to take a nap because two times at eight in like Eden. So I don't know. Like I, it just didn't stay a priority. The reason that I bring that up is because it it relates back to intelligence and how, competitive you are and how willing you are to learn everything that you possibly can about something that you're passionate about yeah i genuinely feel like i could be a golf instructor even though i'm not very good at golf i'm also very confident that i could be a disc golf instructor and i'm not very good at disc golf because i have analyzed to a ridiculous level by watching 
hours and hours and hours of videos on the golf swing and the disc golf yeah. like throw to the point where I like today Tom and I just went out to the field to throw uh, discs and just like practice our form and everything like that and I had him record videos of him like I recorded videos of him and we compared it to his last videos and I brought it into the editing software I went through his entire swing I told him what he needs to work on and do all this stuff because I have just such an obsessive personality when it comes to things that I'm super passionate about. And I won't stop until I figure it out. But the bad part is when I figure it out, I still suck. So, like, I don't know if that's just being smart or if that's just being stubborn and stupid. I think a lot of it is reps. Yeah. Like, what I – perfect world, money's no object. What I want to do, I want to get fitted – I want to get fitted for new clubs, get the new clubs, and then spend legitimately a month and a half doing nothing but hitting buckets at a driving range and being like that guy mm-hmm. to then master everything else and then go to like Delaware and spend 20 bucks, play 18 on it, fairly easier course, and then like get used to everything about it and then like dive in. Do I have two grand sitting around with a, a baby on the way? Like, not really. So does it make sense for me to go through that process as much as I would love to? Like, no, it doesn't make sense. I'd rather put the money towards other things. Yeah. And that's just like, I mean, that's that's why. Because I also know if I do do the fittings and then I do go to the driving range, I'm screwed. I'm going to get fat. I'm never going to go to the gym. All I'm going to do is golf. And, like, I get it. I can walk. But at the end of the day, I'm golfing. I'm not lifting. So it's like, you know. It's one of those things. Yeah. It's just one of those things. So I just, like, for me, it's su- super therapeutic uh, to work out in the mornings. There's got to be a beep in here somewhere. Beep. Um, super therapeutic to work out in the mornings and just put headphones in and escape and just listen to music and move weight. So, and then have that, like, connection mm-hmm. with everything. So that's that's just, like, my happy place. But I still love golf. Don't yeah. Don't think I don't, bro. Well, then let's get out some time this year with your clubs that are too short. They are too short. <clears throat> Thank you, everybody, for joining today's episode. Sorry that the first half was a little audio inept. We're going to have to do some figuring out how to get that quality a little bit up there, but forgot the press record or the thing was too full or whatever excuse you want to use. Um, but yeah, so thank you for tuning in to today's episode and we will see you guys next week. If you did drink with us, please remember to always drink responsibly, be a good person. And Michael, do not litter. We're out. Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.